Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscriber at TexasFootball.com slash subscribe. You get a year's worth of exclusive online content at TexasFootball.com. You get three magazines mailed to you before they hit newsstands, including our legendary summer edition. And you get a year of access to Dave Campbell's Texan Live, our streaming service where you can watch thousands of live Texas high school events, including hundreds of live Texas high school football games. It's all part of a Dave Campbell's Texas Football subscription. Get your today at texasfootball.com slash subscribe. Get on up with Dark and Bold from Community Coffee. Look for it at your local grocery or communitycoffee.com. Football season can get a little hectic from grabbing snacks for the tailgate to fueling your kids for practice. Experience drone delivery with Wing. Get fast, safe, and eco-friendly delivery in 30 minutes or less. Now in select neighborhoods in Dallas-Fort Worth. To see if Wing has landed in your neighborhood, visit wing.com slash Texas football. Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days, and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high-quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment or medications if you don't have insurance. Really. Welcome to Be Well Texas. We're glad you're here. Visit BeWellTexas.org. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by BCR Now. Are you looking for an opportunity to captivate and enhance the experience of those who visit your stadium, arena, house of worship, or business? VCR Now can help you achieve that goal with a total experience. VCR Now is a technology organization that can fulfill your LED, audio, video, lighting, networking, security, and infrastructure dreams. Visit VCRNow.com to learn more. Watch Texas Football Today live every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. And get involved in the conversation using the hashtag TFToday. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that's kind of hard to explain. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live, texasfootball.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, all the places, or you'll show us the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good, wearing a Michael Kors jacket. She's the Duchess of the Dorks, Miss 915. She's actually pickle. Saying that this show is hard to explain is the best way that you've ever introduced so, this show. So yesterday, I had uh, a conversation with somebody who who had never met me and didn't know what we did. If some somebody who's uh, looking working with with us here, at Dave Campbell's, uh, and she asked me, she was like, "So what is it that you do? Like, tell me about your job. I don't know what job a managing editor entails." And like, I got to the point of talking about this show, and I was just like, "Yeah, uh." Um, I mean, we've been doing it for eight years, uh, every day and just kind of talking about football. She's like, so is there like a, there's like a thing you do each, each day? And I'm like, no, no, not no. really. 
No. Can I interest you? All you should have done is you should have just rolled the Math Tuesday intro and been like, this is it. This is the show. Honestly, our crowning achievements, if we were, like, whenever this show dies in a, yeah. in a, in a fiery bus crash, mm-hmm. our legacy, in my mind, are going to be Math Tuesday. Correct. Free money. Mm-hmm. And probably that interview we did with Megan Vendemia, the person who's, uh, the person who's, uh, we're calling it like the one year anniversary of that, uh, whose, whose identity oh, got one. stolen by somebody who was trying to, um, convince their school district to be closed. Yeah. That's, those are probably our crowning achievements. Like we also talked with like state champion head coaches and stuff, but really yeah, if you're talking, no. if you're, if you're, do it. If you're comparing, which yeah, yeah no, but I'm We've glad you. We've got Bun you... B on this show, but more importantly, math And, Tuesday. uh, your Simpsons guy. Oh, with Bill Oakley on. Yeah. That's right. We did have Bill um, Oakley. Yeah. No, trying to describe my job to anybody who doesn't doesn't work in this building no. is useless. They don't mm, get it. It's tough. Well, and especially. It's you... easy to explain this kind of show. It, it, my actual job of like what I do normal it's days. Hard, it's hard to explain Dave Campbell's to people. Yeah. Because. And especially hard like non-Texans. It, it reminds me of the Shrek scene when he's talking about. Uh, the layers of an onion. That's yeah. that's this entity. <laughs> a lot of layers. That's a good way to put it. It's an onion. Today is Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday. January 17th, 2023. It's 316 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to Jim Carrey. Oh, nice. Uh, and to uh, Kid Rock. Okay. And to Steve Harvey. Man, that's a... That's an incredible lineup. And James Earl Jones, too. Wow. Darth Vader's voice. Uh, it's episode 1718. On today's show, folks, we'll work backwards. Back half of the show. So, oh, we should mention this. Normally on Wednesday, we're joined by Greg Powers. Uh, yeah. Greg Powers, unavailable today. Bye, Grev. Love you, buddy. Love you, Greg. Uh, everything's, he, he's sick. <laughs> like, I, I don't, like, everything's overall fine. He's not dead. He's just He's sick. not dead. He's just not, yeah, he's just like, and, and like, there's no, like, from what I understand, no great tragedy in his life. No. Uh, it's just like, he's, he's sick. His so, tummy hurts. His, 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 he has a, he has a, he has a, a rumbly tum-tum, so. He needs some chicken eat us to fix it. He does. He does. So, uh, we will have our, our interview. Uh, he had did an interview, though, at the uh, this weekend at the uh, Next Level Athlete mm-hmm. uh, Texas Top 100 Showcase. Caught up with Melissa, offensive lineman Owen Hollenbeck. Who I believe uh, was the Dallas Camp MVP. Yeah, the Oklahoma commit. Uh, we'll hear from him. They'll be sponsored by our friends at Chicken Express. Uh, but before that, it's a special Wednesday edition of Math Tuesday because we're going to talk Math about the Tuesday. largest upsets in Texas high school football in 2023. We will get to that coming up here in just a moment but first do we have first four through the door um we sure do it was daniel agnew andrew christensen jersey number 69 nice. and ryan smickup welcome in fellas hi guys go to facebook for this for the fourth to, one get out of, go to the book yeah go to the book yeah hang out with the zuck i don't want to hang out with the zuck. um oh let me just also mention this this is probably a good thing to mention okay because um, you and I are in a very interesting situation. Yeah. Because we have, uh, folks know that we have worked for Bally Sports in the past, mm-hmm. for the better part. You for the last four years or so, three, four years? Mm, yeah. Maybe a little longer than that. Five. Five years. Yeah, it was Five pre-pandemic. Years, yeah. You're working for them. I've been working for that network for 10 years, um, quite a long time, since 2013. Um, and That's wild that you were only five years into that when I started. That makes it yeah, seem weird. I'm getting old. 
This you're is why getting you, older. This is why you don't make fun of me for being old. No, I still got I still got like a couple more years in me, but after that, I'm calling it quits. All that's to say, like I just we, in general, guys, we know <laughs> they're in the news. Like we follow it too, but we, I, I'm sure this happens to you. Maybe it happened to you over the holidays. Mm-hmm. But like people ask me, or people ask yeah. you, like, hey, what's going on with like the Bally thing? It's like, guys, we're like fr- we're freelancers guys. for them. Guys, guys, I. I cannot stress enough how much we are the least important people at that now. Yeah, we literally only work with them for half a year. Like, we're not even there during we normal don't stuff. We find out things at the exact same time as you do. Yeah. We do not have any, side of insu- any sort of inside information. Um, I know, I will tell you this, people who, like, are much more involved with Bally than we are, uh, are excited by the things that are happening. They think that they're good. So... That makes me happy because those are good people, and I wish good things for them. Uh, that's I don't I don't know I can't tell you anything else. Yeah, I, I, not because I'm being secretive. <laughs> I, I yeah. can't tell you anything else because I don't, I don't know, know anything else. If you have any questions about the magazine or Dave Campbell's text in live, we're your people. <laughs> bingo bango. Then we've got answers. <laughs> but that, that's something that like I don't know. I get tweets about that all the time. Yep. Like, hey, what's going on, dude? What's going on in the network? I'm like, buddy. Great question. I just love when someone stumbles across the fact that like I had been on like been on camera there and then they're like, well, you should get it back to YouTube TV. And I'm like, you are very confused about what I do here. (laughs) Holy cow. But that's the thing is that people see people on on their network and they assume that they run the network Mm -hmm. and it's like i promise you that could not be farther from the truth no (laughs) that could not be farther from the truth i'm the i'm i'm the lowest ranked person on the air on that network yeah okay so (laughs) correct and those people are way down on there yeah i was only there for the state championships other than that (laughs) all right it's Wednesday, Pickle. You know what Wednesday means. Yes. It's time for Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. It's Math Tuesday here on Texas Football Today. Um, here's full transparency. Powers texted me yesterday, and he said, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make it in for the show tomorrow. I'm just not feeling great. Hope you're feeling better today, buddy. Really do. Um, Mike, okay. So now I've got to come up with a segment. What do the people like? Well, the people like Math Tuesday, and perhaps more importantly, people like upsets. Mm-hmm. And so reached into the chamber, and I was like, all right, what do we got? What, what do we got in the hopper? And what we've got is a discussion of the biggest upsets in Texas high school football in 2023. People love upsets. Yes. This is this is one of their very favorite things. It's what makes the sport fun. It's what makes the sport fun. Because if the winner just won all the time. Correct. No. It wouldn't be any fun. Um, or the favorite, so, not necessarily so, the winner. To back up a little bit, I think people understand, people know, people who watch this show know that we are partnered with Jerry Forrest at pigskinprep.com, mm-hmm. our data provider. Uh, and... He has a whole system of rankings and computer. That's what our computer rankings are and stuff. And one of the things that his computer system does is that it projects out every Texas high school football game. And it's just a formula, plain and simple, which is uh, if, uh, if and I'll, I'll make up numbers, if, uh, if whatever, if, if Pickle High School is X, X percentage points better than uh, Tepper High School, mm-hmm. then 
Pickle High School is going to be favored by X number of points to, it's just a formula, right? So when we talk about upsets, that's like a good baseline. Now, there are certainly some upsets on this uh, that are not going to make this list that I think people are going to be like, we're huge upsets. Uh, when Gilmer beat Carthage, mm-hmm. I think was considered a huge upset. Now, the computer will probably only have that as like maybe a 12 or 13 point upset. Uh, but I think for given the ramifications, it was pretty seismic. This is based purely on the math and purely based on which which results I guess the best way to put it is which results surprised the computer the most. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, and so I broke this down into four different ways. We're going to start with the 11-man, UIL 11-man, and we're going to start with the biggest upsets overall. These and, are. Sorry, I was going to say, and I, real fast too, I think like a really important point about the computer is the computer also doesn't know like who's playing or Correct. who's out or what coaching changes are going or on or, or if yeah. yeah exactly so it's like this is solely based yes. off of math this is just solely based off of math so let's go to the numbers we'll start with with this first slide which is the biggest upsets every game all games in texas high school football in 2023 week one Hempstead beat austin northeast 27 to 13 Hempstead was a 47 point underdog in that game Jeez. and they won that game now Here's the thing about this, and I think this is a good place to start. For one thing, Hempstead, or rather uh, Northeast, it turns out not very good. They went two and eight on the year. Now Hempstead, that was their only win of the year, by the way, was they went one and nine. But the biggest reason you're looking at this and you're thinking, okay, well, why is that such a huge upset? That's a three A over a five A. Okay. So that's a massive, massive result there uh, for Austin, uh, for uh, for Hempstead to come out with their their only one of the year, knocking off Austin Northeast. San Augustine thirty six, Hemp Hill twenty, was it also a forty seven point upset? Now, again, one of the things you may be noticing about this is, hey, that's another week one result, which is true. Now, Hemp Hill. Ended up going five and six. That's a two A over a three A, and most importantly, that is based on essentially all all uh, preseason projections, mm-hmm. right? And it's easy to see why the computer was pretty down on San Augustine, considering they had gone one in nineteen in their last couple of seasons, and. Furthermore, it's easy to see why they were pretty high on Hemp Hill because Hemp Hill was coming off a 9-2 and two year. So early on, the computer's trying to figure things out. Week 2, and I would, I would say this is a certified bona fide upset, mm-hmm. which is Kearns 27, Bremont 26. Yeah. This is pretty shocking. This is 2A Division 1 over 2A Division 2, but Bremont was a team that you know went 9-4, and four, was looking very good. They were 40-point favorites in that one but Kearns pulled the upset in that one staying in Central Texas McGregor 21 Gatesville 17 I don't know what it was about Central Texas but McGregor was 39 point underdog against a good Gatesville team that suddenly turned things upside down and then there's this other one which is Boys Ranch 12 Morton 2 now first of all that's very odd. Yes. Boys Ranch, <laughs> that was, I believe, their first win of the year. Morton came into that game at 3-0, and and they were 37-point favorites in that one. And by the way, that was at 
was at Morton to go on the road and do that was awfully impressive from Boys Ranch, a program that, again, Morton was pretty good in 2023 or 2022, and they were coming off of a, a really nice year, or rather they had coming off of a nice start. Boys Ranch was 0-3 at that point. But Boys Ranch pulled the stunner. So those are the biggest upsets numerically in 11-man football across all weeks. The next one, let's go to the six-man ranks. So in six-man football, here were the biggest ones. Uh, the first one might catch your eye. It's a playoff game. Mm-hmm. By district playoffs, Bront 36, Rising Star 20. Now that is a certified stunner. Okay, absolutely. Bront was a second-place team in their own district, right? Taking on Rising Star, who had won their district and was looking awfully good, Rising Star entered that game as 39-point favorites, and Bront pulled the upset. Then you bounce back to the beginning of the season. Week one, Marfa took out Sanderson 71-28. to 30, uh, to 28. That is, again, uh, it's, 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 it turns out Sanderson was not very good. I mean, but again, we're feeling things out at that point. Marfa ended up going on to a seven and three record. Uh, Sanderson won one and seven. So in hindsight, it's not that much of an upset. But mm-hmm. at the time, Van Horn forty six, Balmeray forty two caught our eye at the time, and continued to catch our eye. That turned out to be a pretty big uh, coming out party for Van Horn, who was taking on a perennial power in in Balmeray, came out with a huge win. Uh, but for Van Horn, they ended up going six and five and having, having a decent year in a coach Brock Tyrell. Highland 72, Lorraine 48. Highland was a 34-point underdog in that ballgame. And it's, uh, again, remember, prior to week one, do you remember the last time we had seen Lorraine? Uh, state championship. They were playing, coming off of a state championship. Now Lorraine kind of fell by the wayside this past year. Uh, it did not go as well as 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 uh, in their. They went four and eight on the year. Highland, Roscoe Highland, it turned out uh, that was a one A 1A division one over one A division two. But it turned out Roscoe Highland had a pretty good year, and they were arguably the best team not to make the playoffs in twenty twenty three. And then week ten, this was a, another certified stunner. The later you get in the in the year, the more it's kind of surprising because the computer has more data. But right. Cranfield's Gap forty five, Bluffdale thirty four was a thirty point upset. And Bluffdale again, that was straight up for a playoff spot. Mm-hmm. If you remember, that was essentially the winners going to the playoffs and the losers going to be home. And that and, was a Bluffdale team that had a really good year yep. the year beforehand too. Yep, absolutely. Uh, but in the end, it was. Uh, in the end, it, it ended up being that Cranfield's Gap got the 45-34 win uh, against uh, on the road, by the way, at Bluffdale. So those are the biggest upsets in six-man football in UIL. Okay, so we talked about that. We, we talked about how the computer needs data to figure things out. It's not surprising to see. Uh, I think that Marfa Sanderson game is a really is is a good example of what uh, is is. Um, What's what I'm looking for of kind of the the perils of the of the computer and the shortcomings. Right in the sense that. Those are going off of uh, kind of our priors going into the year. It needs more data. Uh, It turns out that Marfa over Sanderson, not that much of an upset. Marfa was pretty darn good. Sanderson had a tough year. Marfa should have beaten Sanderson. Sanderson probably shouldn't have been a 39-point favorite. But when you get to the playoffs, we've got a whole regular season worth of data at that point. Right. So now I want to zero in only on the playoffs and the biggest – Playoff upsets in Texas high school football in These 2023. Are my so we will start in 11, man. And the biggest upset of the year, Cy Fair 28, KD 21. 6A Division One area run. 
Cypher was a 21-point underdog in that ballgame and came out with the win. I will tell you, I feel like that fits the mold of a stunner, right? That's kind of what we were thinking coming out of that was, whoa, Cypher upended Katie. That is a that that felt like a big upset at the time. Turns out the numbers bear that out, and that was what was most surprising because I think that if you would have asked almost anybody what, if you look back at the twenty twenty three season and in the playoffs, which one were you like, holy cow, when you saw it? And it was that one, just from a brand name perspective. Gary Joseph doesn't lose in the playoffs often, especially not in the area round. To see that the computer also thought it was going uh-huh. to be that much of a yeah. spread is pretty surprising, considering Cy Fair was. I mean, they were a good team mm-hmm. i would have said 14 point underdog yeah. i didn't think 21 yeah. lancaster 27 longview 24 5a division one regional semifinals lancaster entered that game as a 19 point favorite here's why i think that's entirely fair because when they played before long remember view entered it as a 19 point favorite. i'm sorry yeah longview yeah. entered as a 19 point favorite lancaster as a 19 point underdog remember longview had beaten lancaster in lancaster by 18 points mm-hmm. in week five. On top of the fact that Lancaster was playing in their final game trying to grab a playoff yeah. spot. Remember, Lancaster started the, the district play one and three yep. and had to win their final three games just to make it into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But Lancaster 27 and Longview 24, second biggest upset. Beeville Jones 27, Corpus Christi Callan 25. I think this... Beville Jones was an 18-point underdog in this one. I would even go so far as to say that this is an even bigger upset than that, simply because of the of the kind of the teams involved in this and the history of these teams involved in this. Remember, Beville Jones, uh, you know, Cal Allen is a team that that has won playoff won a, a bajillion playoff games, right? They've won uh, you know a bajillion playoff games. Um, in fact, they came into this year, they had won, uh, you know, they'd won 27 district points. They'd won 94 playoff games coming into this year. 94 playoff games. Meanwhile, you look at Beeville Jones, they were looking for their first playoff win. Uh, they'd beaten Laferia. They had, you know, they, they, they this is a team had been personally victimized by Cal Allen. They lost to Cal Allen by 24 points in 2022. They lost to Cal Allen by 48 points in 2021. Like this was, or 2011 rather, for Beville Jones to get that win, yes, the numbers bear it out. I would go so far as to say that they're an even bigger underdog than that, given the circumstance. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This one surprised me. 5A Division One area round. Uh, Tasco, Amarillo Tascosa entered their game against El Paso del Valle as 25-point or 17-point underdogs, but then Tascosa put it on them. Now, the computer was pretty high on Amarillo Tascosa, or I'm sorry, um, pretty high on on uh, El Paso del Valle and they were pretty remember they entered that game at 9-1 and one, and they were pretty bearish on Tascosa remember Tascosa was a team that entered the playoffs uh, at 4-6 at and six. Uh, you know they had uh, they had kind of been blown out against any good team they played um, and yet they put their best foot forward and got a big win on the road in El Paso and the computer by the way does not take into account the, the uh, uh, home you know home field advantage in the playoffs so Amarillo had to go to El Paso and do that. That, to, to me, makes it even more impressive. Mm-hmm. And then there are a bunch of games tied at 16-point underdogs, but this is the one that I think stands out the most. And it's the 4A Division II state championship game. Gilmer 28, Belleville 26. Gilmer was a 16-point dog going into that game. Which is crazy. But I think, uh, Again, just crazy that I, I would have... 
I thought Belleville was favored. I didn't think they were favored by 16. I didn't 16. think they were favored by 16. But Gilmer, if you remember going into that game, we had, like, very famously, I've, I've mentioned this, they had, we had real questions about them. You know, they had been blown, they had gotten destroyed by Chapel Hill, right? They got destroyed by Pleasant Grove. They had really taken it on the chin by an, against a number of really good teams. Belleville had looked basically perfect all year long. So it's understandable, I think, for the computer to think, to think that Belleville was a pretty sizable favorite. But Gilmer pulled off one of the bigger upsets of the year in the playoffs by knocking off Belleville in the state championship game. So then let's go to the six-man. We'll go to the six-man. We'll go to the playoffs of the six-man. And we already saw one of them. You know it's going to be at the top of this list, and it's Bront's uh, 36-20 win over, over Rising Star. Mm-hmm. That's a big upset. In that same vein, remember, this is only dist- you know only two teams make the playoffs. So Chester uh, knocking off Medina as 28-point underdogs in the first round, rather surprising. May and Erion County is interesting. May Erion County had entered; they won their district, but May came through a very a much tougher district. Mm-hmm. But the computer is really impressed with what Erion County did. So May's up was a seventeen point underdog entering that game. The area round matchup between Happy and Knox City. Remember, Knox City was like rolling. the team to beat. Yep, and like they had kind of. They they they're kind of like the sexy pick to win everything, mm-hmm. right? Remember they entered the playoffs at ten and zero. They they rolled past Crest in their first round playoff game. They already had wins over teams like May, Westbrook, Rankin, Kroll, Motley County. They had a really good resume, and then Happy went out there as fourteen point underdog and knocked off the Greyhounds. And then finally another another uh, uh, second place team over a first place team as Silverton knocked off Amherst as nine point underdogs. It really tails off. I think because of the two only two teams make the playoffs, mm-hmm. you don't get as many big upsets. You don't get those are the those are the only four double digit upsets were Happy, May, Chester, and Braun uh, in the six man playoffs. So there you have it. The biggest upsets of the twenty twenty three Texas high school football season. Which one do you think we missed? What was the biggest upsets in your mind? Let us know in the comments. And that's Math Tuesday. Math Tuesday. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. Coming up here in just a moment, let's hear from OU commit Owen Hollenbeck, coming off of his MVP performance at the Next Level Athlete Texas Top 100 Showcase. But first, a word from these goods and services. <clears throat> feel like bust a loose bust a loose come on Hi, I'm Jennifer Potter, Executive Director of Be Well Texas. Too many people are struggling alone these days and alcohol and drug deaths are increasing. We started Be Well Texas to offer high quality, science-based addiction treatment and recovery services anywhere, even at home. We provide compassionate, caring support virtually or in person. In many cases, there is no cost for treatment if you don't have insurance, really. Welcome to Be Well Texas, we're glad you're here. Wing is the largest residential drone delivery provider in the world, delivering to your home in less than 30 minutes. Order using an app just like other popular delivery services, and Wing's automated drone takes care of the rest.
fast, safe, and sustainable, and it's now delivering to parts of Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas. You can learn more at wing.com slash texasfootball. Again, that's wing.com slash texasfootball. Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loves doing business with fellow Texans. VCR now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs in its athletic department before recommending the next best steps. Building great products is our business and it's our focus on building meaningful long-term partnerships with our clients that sets us apart. From our 24-7, 365-day help desk, the training lab in our hometown of Red Oak, or our sports marketing business plan that puts money back in the hands of our athletic departments we support, VCR Now is built to last. Reach out to us today at info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Again, that's info at vcrnow.com or by calling 855-GO-VCR-NOW. Greg Powers is not here, unfortunately. It makes us very sad. Uh, But he has been working hard. He's been on the road uh, talking with a number of outstanding prospects, including Melissa Offensive Lineman Owen Hollenbeck, the Oklahoma commit, who uh, I believe was one of the stars, the Texas Top 100 Showcase, put on by our friends at Next Level Athlete. Uh, He caught up with them in an interview sponsored by our friends at Chicken Express. Greg Powers, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and I'm joined by the big man, Owen Hollenbeck. Always making me look small on camera, man. I, I don't know. Uh, you're just, a, just like a ton of bricks out there moving people around on the offensive front. I want to talk about the team at Melissa, though. Dude, you're all offensive line is loaded. You're not the only one. I know you want to give a shout-out to some of your teammates out here. Yeah, we're, offensive line-wise, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we got Demondre Tasby, Jake Brown. We got a newcomer, uh, Max Wright, Ryder Slayton, Grayson Span. Well, it's going to be fun this year. One of, one of the best offensive lines, undoubtedly, in the entire state. I actually am going to go ahead and call it. Melissa and Prosper, the two best offensive line units in the entire state, just miles away from each other. You're going to be a senior leader on that offensive front. Why don't you just kind of talk about your evolution as a leader, as a player there at Melissa? I mean, really, it started off with me. I was a freshman on varsity. I mean, I was the youngest guy on the team. Um, I mean, I've been on. it's going to be my fourth year. going to be a starter, too. Yeah. And so... I was very quiet coming in my freshman year and like just learning from like Nigel Smith, um, guys like Sam Finnegan um, and a bunch of all the other guys just like helped me like evolve so much and just like become like more of a vocal leader, more of a how to show people what to do and it's just really helped out a lot and I hope I can pass my knowledge on to most of the younger kids. I've always had fun like watching your game because you're a guy that that when you trap somebody mm-hmm. you're putting them in the dirt right and that's yeah. like i'm everybody who's watching this video that watches dave campbell's and stuff they know like i'm an o-line junkie right um you're pretty versatile up there but have you thought about what it's going to be as you transition in the future um center or guard or does it matter um i'm so where i'm going right now is oklahoma committed to oklahoma yeah i'm looking forward to that especially with coach Beatenbo. and i'm really i'm going to, i'm going up there for center okay but i'm also going to be i might play guard as well and so i'm looking forward to that because because I can play both and like go up there and I'm, hopefully I can just take it by the handles and just go on with it. Tell me if I'm in the ballpark, all right? 
I compared your game to Creed Humphrey. Was that beating Bo's pitch to you? Yes, sir, it was. It really was? Yeah, I've heard a lot of that. Everyone calls me like uh, Creed Humphrey 2.0. That's what I've been hearing a lot from the. I'm not going to lie because I, I saw Creed actually um, when he was coming through the recruiting process, Oklahoma was in my territory at that time. And I saw Creed at the uh, NOLA Nike camp. And I've seen you at the same camps. And like it instantly registered for me. So it's just kind of ironic and I guess um, unique that you ended up picking OU and, you know, I saw those same characteristics and now to hear it makes me, it validates me a little bit, man, you know, and we all need that. Um, Really, though, honestly, what was it about OU that really pulled you in, wanted you to, like, be a part of that program? Um, Was it a slam dunk the whole time? I mean... I worked for it for a long time because I've, I've always really liked Oklahoma a lot. Even even before, like a lot of people say, like I'm following Nigel or because like, my sister goes there. Yeah. But really, I've just I've loved it for a long time. Um, I've loved how their their play style. We run a lot of their stuff in my school, so it's like just a bunch of stuff that they're just all fed into it. I really love Coach B, and I really think he can help me just become a better athlete and maybe move on to that next stage. I ain't gonna lie to the fans out there now that you're committed, okay? Back in when y'all were going through this, Nigel told me you were recruiting him though. You, yeah. I would, and so it's the opposite kind of what the fans <laughs> might think. Yeah, I remember a lot. I mean, I'd always like push him towards it, or I'd always bring it up and like, "Hey man, like, <laughs> what's OU doing with you lately?" Or like, "You've been talking to them." Or I was, I was, I was, I was like, mess with him. And yeah. Always try and get that out of him, but uh, hey, I'm glad he picked what he picked. Looking forward to next year. I know Melissa is wanting to win that state championship ring. Um, just kind of give us like the behind the scenes. How's the team looking right now? And do you guys think that you feel that confidence coming back for next year to potentially pull that one off? Yeah, confidence is going actually really. It's oh, there's a lot of it right now. I mean, we got two new quarterbacks and they're both great. One of them's already multiple offered type yeah. guy. He's coming in from Alabama. Uh, I've worked some center with him. I've done snaps, talked with him. He's a great guy. I've seen him work out. And then another guy come from Brewer, I think. Is that where I was going? Uh, coming from Anna. Anna. Okay. Yeah. So Jaden Sides and his okay. brother Brett Sides, they're okay. coming in too. And they're both great guys. So the future's bright at Melissa. I'm gonna st- it's on the offensive line. There's a lot of talent there, but there's other guys as well. And I know that you're hungry to look for that ring, man. Thanks for the time. Yeah. Congratulations on your commitment to OU and good luck in the 2024 season. Thank you. It means a lot. There he is, Owen Hollenbeck, large child. <laughs> Literally, that's a big dude. It's a big dude. Um, with our Greg Powers, the Next Level Athlete Texas Top 100 Showcase. Uh, that interview presented by our friends at Chicken Express. Thanks to Chicken Express. And thanks thanks to your gravy. You know what? Shout out to the Chicken Express gravy. Agree. Today, like... Always. Always. Now, together. together. It's a tradition unlike any other the chicken express grade. gotta stop using that phrase let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment final thoughts um, I guess just a little bit of an update here it's looking like we're not going huh, to have geez, yeah. any shows next week um, yeah the scheduling we're going through some crazy scheduling stuff of being all around the state of texas i have to go down to houston for texan live stuff you've got to go, I've gotta go. Uh, down be, to austin I'm, I'm, out of to next, s- I'm out of town on vacation monday tuesday nice and then thursday i'm i've got to go down to austin it's like it's all going crazy so yep. yeah it's it's a lot so it looks uh, like we're gonna be dark next week yeah probably no shows next week if we did have one it would be friday and there's that just feels weird to do one show so um We'll but see. we'll round out 
Thursday and Friday of this week. But then we'll, yeah, so then we will also, we'll be getting excited for UIL Realignment, the mm-hmm. UIL Realignment show on February 1st, live from Birdville. We will be there. Uh, God willing and the creek don't rise. Yeah. Speaking of a show that was off, uh, ROF is back this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Um, so, 2 o'clock, wherever you're watching this show, come back and watch Republic of Football. I can't remember exactly what they're doing, but I know they were doing a big old episode today since it's their first time back in a hot minute. So, uh, check out ROF. That's going to do for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, CSTexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Melissa off of Lyman Owen Holland back for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tupper. Vince Young, please meet your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for Math Thursday on Texas Football Today.